This episode of Sweet Cheese's Radio is sponsored by Sun City Tattoo Saragossa. Visit Sun City Tattoo Saragossa for your next tattoo. Located at 1441 North Saragossa Road, Suite 1D. Sun City Tattoo Saragossa. Quality that lasts forever. Sweet Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. Coming to you from House of D. Oh, what up? Hey, it's D. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. For. Nah, I just I was just trying to see if you'd make fun of me for saying it, laughing or not laughing. Yeah, you had a really big smile. Okay, when you so said yeah, we have two in a row where I I haven't laughed, but this is the last time we bring it up. Right, <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting played out. No, it isn't. Uh, awesome, <laughs> really dope guest in the house tonight. Super excited as usual. Uh, my homie here, right in front of me. He's a dope ass MC. Out here in the Southwest, Las Cruces. Uh, again, member of the group Faceless. Some weird kids as well. Yes, yes. My homie, Anson, Alphabet 11, yep. Archer. Yeah, what up? What's good, brother? How's it going? Chilling, chilling, man. How's your day so far, sir? Pretty chill. Pretty chill, pretty oh. chill. We got the bark. We got Fudge in the house in the back. Young Fudge. He smells. He smells pussy in the on the outside there. Wow. That's why he's barking. There is a little kitten out there. Listeners. You mean he almost gummed you? Yeah, he he ain't got no teeth. He, yeah, he ain't got. No teeth. <laughs> he ain't got no teeth. Yeah, we, we gotta put him. Uh, put some pictures up. All right, man. <laughs> shit. Well, hey, first and foremost, let me just say, listeners, uh, just to break it down, because I said Anson Alphabet Eleven Archer. It's I said it as if uh, Alphabet Eleven's the 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 artist name. Okay, yeah. Anson Archer is his real name. Now, I, in my, just, I don't know how he feels about it. He's used to his own name. But in my eyes, he gets my vote for one of the coolest names ever. That's a, that's oh, a yeah? cool sounding name. Oh, Anson Archer. 11? Anson Archer. Oh, my bad. The real name. Don't the tell me that doesn't sound like, you know, a Game of Thrones character or some shit. Wow. Like that. <laughs> Anson Archer. <laughs> a lot of people were like, why didn't you just go by Anson? Well, because like, when you're not younger, not you don't like your own name. But when you're younger, I don't know how you feel. But when well, you're younger, yeah. you're like, you don't think of your own name as dope sounding. Plus, it's so like. You hear it every day. You know, and like, but now it's like, holy shit. Yeah, Anson yeah. Archer would sound dope as fuck. It still movie. would. Or just Anson. You know? Yeah. Anson. Hey, even Anson. You know what's funny? A weird coinkening? Uh, it's, it's more the listeners with my weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, uh, there's two little tie ins. And now Paso, I'm sure you might have heard of it, might have not. There's a uh, restaurant called oh, yeah. Anson 11. I know. I've, I Alphabet the 11, out and I Anson. Saw. I was I like, had to there. I was like, you gotta fucking. How was it? You gotta sue him. It was good. Oh, you've gone expensive. there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little swanky and shit. Yeah, it's fancy. Uh, yeah, it's pretty it dope. I kept that, you know, I kept it on the appetizer budget. Nice. Just, yeah. just, I just want to say, I've been here. Yeah, no shit. Me too. <laughs> Had a couple beers, you know. Yeah, I drank I some, like some pizza. What you calling special? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's cool. So, yeah, my man right here, listeners, came in walking in with a limp. That pimp lamp. What up? It wasn't Damn. a pimp lamp. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What, what's I've been trying to perfect that since like middle school. Got the uh, yeah, he finally got it involuntarily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got what is it? An ACL injury? Uh, yeah, ACL um, torn completely and a meniscus tear. So the old and meniscus. Basically, uh, went to town on my knee about Dang. six weeks ago. So is that what the kids are calling it nowadays? Sheesh, yeah. So how'd the that old, happen? I tried that on my ex too. Went to town on her knee. <laughs> oh god! Like if she knows she just bent Actually, it. Actually, I was uh, saving a bunch of. <laughs> From, um, from building. orphan kittens. Yeah, orphan kittens. Um, <laughs> nah, I uh, was playing basketball. I had hoop dreams. Hoop dreams. Hoop dreams. Hoop dreams uh, that were quickly killed. Yeah. 
So, uh, I know it's that hard to be the, the water boy for the basketball team. Hey. <laughs> hey. That's pretty hard. Nah, yeah, but yeah. you ball. Uh, I used to. I used to be pretty good, honestly. You're kind of tall, tall. Six? 5'11", yeah, six? I'm about 5'11". 5'11". Yeah. I, I know you're a little taller arms, than me. So yeah, like, all right, all right. That was right. like my strong point. He's got them archer arms. Yeah. yeah. He's got them monkey arms and shit. <laughs> Literally. What is, uh, what's ACL stand for? Do you know? Oh, man. Something. Some, some ligament. <laughs> some huge long name. I don't remember. It's a, sounds a, li- like, a ligament. It can either, like, a ACL alone sounds like either like a cool music festival, the ACL music wow. festival, or like like some kind of like some kind of racist organization, like the, <laughs> the anti-colored league or something yes, like that, or anti-Caucasian that. league. Well, you got I'm your down. PCL, you got your MCL, and then you got like your ACL. ACL stands for ligaments. anterior cruciate ligament. Ooh, sick. Little something for the nerds. All right, all right, all right. Anterior cruciate ligament. Did you just look it up? No. Oh, yeah. I just know things. Yeah. What is PCL it's called being smart and stuff. That one I don't know because that's not as popular as ACL. Posterior. There you go. That makes sense. I'm pretty sure it is. That makes sense. Most people pronounce it posterior, but. Damn. Already. That's it. I'm going to go. Since already got a couple beers, and that's how you can tell gets confrontational all right so for the listeners all right but we're gonna go like a tool year earlier you know obviously into your background uh, no, we're gonna talk about the not. new album uh i got a couple things we want to talk about mm. and you know if any stories come up feel free to interrupt me Sorry. and the uh, same thing with d here mm. all right yeah we got a lot of got a lot of history with this guy yeah exactly yes so yeah. so let's start with let's start there man the background uh, just talk about your childhood, going to the teenage years, milestones, things that maybe changed your path in life, changed the, the trajectory, if yeah, you will. And the whole biography, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we do here, man. Awesome, so. Got to record it. You know what I'm saying? No, um, well, I grew up in Hatch. Hatch. H town. Tell the people what that is. Uh, it's a little city about. 35 miles north of Cruces. Or a little town. Sorry, city. Yeah, it's a town. <laughs> yeah. A town. Uh, hardly that. Um, Is that the chili place? That's yes. That's the chili place, huh? So that's what they're you known for. You get that green chili in here. That hatch chili. It's coming yeah, up this so, weekend. Um, I grew up there um, with my brothers. One sister. Got two brothers, one sister. Uh, you know, Kill Things, also from Faceless. He was a friend of the family. Oh, all right. Say, so he's from there also. Hatch? Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's all kinds of little Tie-ins. sub-areas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. None of us are actually from Hatch. All right. Um, no, no, no. That's where we went to school, and of course. None of y'all were hatched knew. in Hatch? It's uh, Rincon, yeah. right? Rincon. That's yeah, but I'm from the boonies, basically. Um, so out. some of these other little towns here in New Mexico. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. But, um, yeah, I grew up there. Um, Started school, started hanging out with cool people. Um, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. The cool kid right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some oh, cool kids. And then uh, I got <laughs> taken out of school because I was too cool. Oh, I mean, shit. I got homeschooled for three years, which I was like, nah, that sucks. But you at the like same it? time, it was cool. Yeah, that sounds cool no, as fuck. Well, because, you, you know, I mean, you're by yourself. Yeah. You know, you and Socializing. My mom is the one who's teaching me, so I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Can't hit on your mom. <laughs> Fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna want to stay home with my mom all day. You know, yeah. <laughs> people are like, oh, it's cool, you get to stay home. I mean, yeah, a certain way it is. Nah, nah, it's a, it sounds. It doesn't but, sound. You know, you, yeah, you, you don't get to see all your friends. You lose all the interaction. You know, sports, blah blah blah. Uh, long story short, um, did that for three years. Went back to school around seventh grade and met a bunch of new cooler people. Nice. And, uh, 
kind of formed me to the person I am. Went to high nice. school there, graduated, uh, got into hip hop, and when was that? Sheesh. Probably like my freshman year. Uh, I was a late bloomer. I late guess. bloomer? Oh. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, it's a little late. Yeah. And that's when you started, did you start writing right away? Uh, no, no. Started uh, freestyling at parties, you know, um, you and your friends. But you were already, but you were rhyming. Yeah, well, off I wasn't the top, writing. fucking around. Yeah, just off the top, you know. I know, I know. Around what year? That, I mean, yeah, probably freshman year. Just messing around. Um, nice. Didn't take it serious till way longer. But. So, which one of these fuckers did you meet first? Your faceless brethren. Well, obviously. Danny? Yeah, Brewer was there. Killed things. Your brother. From where? From high school? Brewer? No, your brother. Well, well that what? wasn't good. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you met him he when he was there. born. <laughs> you met him, man. You didn't want to meet him. Wow. It's yeah, forced I, on of him. Of course, my brother, you know, uh, <laughs> Amalgam. Tell, him, tell the listeners who your brother is. Uh, Amalgam. Amalgam 8, you know, Jeremiah Archer. What up? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. Shout Shouts. Out. Uh, yeah. So Where did you meet Danny in high school? No. Brewer? Brewer. Or just a uh, family he's, friend? Yeah, he's been around since. Probably elementary. Your, since your mom brother. homeschooled him too? Yeah. Family didn't want him and shit? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> uh, just send him over and stay for like a week. <laughs> no, I, so he's been around forever, man. Uh, I guess I used to tease him a lot and pick on him. <laughs> I don't remember this, but uh, he still gives me a hard time. Oh, man. Day. Don't pick on that guy. Uh, he gets upset. <laughs> huh, Danny? Oh, I heard. Wow. <laughs> Boy, get upset real quick. Yeah, so like I uh, graduated, obviously. Uh, and uh, moved out to the big city of Las Cruces. Oh shit! Yeah. Bright lights. Yeah. Bright lights, big city. Skyline. <laughs> what year Dang. was that? That was, that was 2002. So I've uh, been here basically ever since. Um, I uh, met a bunch of hip hop heads um, just randomly. Um, eventually started hanging out with uh, James Dizzy and Dyslexican, Pervy, and then they introduced me. And us, my brother Danny Brewer, uh, to Luke, this guy who owned a, a record store called Hippopolis. Nice, nice. So like, uh, that's kind of started to, Luke. to snowball effect. And I was like, uh, yo, this guy's pretty cool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've met a lot of people. And I don't really. I mean, uh, no, I know. I'm not the friendliest of guys, you know. Who <laughs> <laughs> Luke? And Luke wasn't either. No, he's saying himself. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about myself, you know. Really? You know those archers, yeah, very standoffish, very uh, not friendly. Yeah. It runs in the family. But anyways, so. Enough <laughs> <laughs> about that. Yeah, these dudes came over one time. We were living over there on Lee's Street, and uh, I got off of work and came home, and uh, Luke and Luis were in the backyard. We had a big-ass brick wall, and they are just back there tagging it up. Nice. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? I mean, I had seen Luke and met him a couple of times, but I didn't know who Luis was. And they were really good, you know, but I was like, what the fuck? They're all drinking, having a good old time, you know, smoking. I want some drink. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I just got off of work all pissed. I'm like, what the fuck? Tagging up my wall and shit. You're tagging up your wall? Yeah, well, it was a backyard. Yeah. What the I'm fuck? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just tagging up this wall I real know quick. These guys. That's like a no fucking. That's yeah, like a. But I mean, they were cool. Uh, they were listening to Paul Barman. I was like, oh, Paul Barman? <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that shit. Anyways, I met those dudes. They started doing some music, I believe, with Jeremy first. And kind of just a snowball effect, man. Uh, we all started making music together, and here we yeah. are, like twelve years later. Hell yeah, faceless. Yes, yes. Awesome, man. How about? Do you remember some of your first shit that you recorded, and how it was recorded? 
Uh, yeah, uh, as far as like who it was with, yeah, yeah, all that good shit. My brother, talk uh, about that. Jeremy got a MPC four thousand. Nice. You know, um, before that we were making beats uh, with James Dizzy, a little uh, eight track uh, in his closet. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and you know, started recording yourselves. You're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. I like this shit. Um, it's fun. At first, yeah, it was just, it was just a hobby. Like, ah, I'm never gonna release any of this stuff. And that stuff never did get released. But um, never really took it serious. You know, just go in there all faded and this is what, write, early write some rhymes. Yeah, yeah. This has had to be uh, 2004, probably. So you're in graduated high school. Around 2004. Now just started. Social media was already out by then, right? MySpace at least. Yeah, MySpace definitely. Yeah. It was my first rhymes. It was nothing. Well, we had like this. It was SoundClick, and then well before that, yeah, but not like where you. The interaction wasn't as crazy no, like Facebook. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so it wasn't as crazy. At that point, I think Facebook was still. You could only sign up if you had a .edu yeah, that email address because that, that's when I st- that's when I joined. Yeah, you had to be from a school, right? Yeah. You, oh yeah. .edu. You, it was at least a, in El Paso. Like my, I joined in 07 and there still wasn't a lot of people. No, they kind of expanded it. They started but in like phases. Like ish mm-hmm. at least in this area. Yeah, I was still stuck in uh, MySpace. MySpace. For <laughs> <laughs> like 2011. She was uh, dope. You could put some songs. It was, it was really. Yeah. It was it's better. just the. Uh, I guess. I don't know. It's just. What was it? What's the difference between it's the feed, huh? And not just that, that but because uh, they didn't have the. the you could post your own shit, but you didn't have. That news feed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what changed the game. I like, like the way seeing you can everybody's set up your profile. Now. Yeah, yeah, you could edit like it and make space. it look but different. The, the level of interaction just really blew the fuck up when mm-hmm. with that news feed. Like, oh uh-huh. shit, you oh, can yeah. see everybody's shit yeah. as Endless. opposed to just yours uh-huh. and people posting on your shit. You didn't have to search for it; just fucking pop yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, wow. yep. All right, man. So I know you got a new album coming up. Yes, I do. But let's talk about before we go into that. You have a couple other projects, solo projects before that, right? Can you just, just for the listeners, man, that way they know what's up. Talk about those for a little bit. Just touch base, some of the credits, uh, the titles and all that good yeah, shit, um, just so they can know where to find it and buy that shit. Yeah, just to retract a little bit. Um, yeah. Before I started even making, I mean, I'd always wanted to record solo music, but uh, we started doing faceless stuff. And then uh, we're like, you know, we need to put out an album. We were going to go on tour with uh, Minus and DJ Hoppa. So we're like, hmm. this is 09. So you know what? Let's put out an album. So we got it done. Uh, threw that out. I believe that was 09. Yeah, it was. Um, where the fuck was I going with this? Oh yeah, just uh, just. <laughs> and Miller Lights kicking in. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, <laughs> chug, chug, chug. Oh no. So like, yeah, you know. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I want to do some solo stuff. Uh, I had been recording, and um, finally, around 2014, I released my first solo album. Just called uh, Alien An- uh, Alien Lifeform Anson uh, Alpha. Mm. So um, put that out. It was uh, really heartfelt, I guess. Um, something I always wanted to do. I produced. That's the, the one beats. I have. I copped that joint. That's yeah. just dope ah, as fuck. Right, cool. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, put that out, and then uh, the next year to follow up, I put out um, Still Searching, which was um, a compilation of just uh, beat makers and producers I found on the internet. That I thought they were pretty dope and, you know, just linked with people. and Yeah, they like my shit. So, so that was just that. a bunch of other producers? I didn't even know that was the concept behind that. Just yeah, a bunch yeah, of I producers? Didn't, I, didn't, um, I didn't produce anything on that one. The first one I did it all. Oh, for real? Yeah, and then this one I just... The same like with all this out of towners? Um, yes. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. 
Definitely. So the new album, what's it called? Uh, just give us all the credits. Uh, let's you know, producers, uh, you know, collabs. Yeah. Any cool, um, funny stories in the studio, recording, anything like that. I recorded it all in my house. You know, Solo. I'm a poor motherfucker. I can't be going out uh, paying for studio time. Poor motherfucker with that. Look at that. <laughs> Do you see his truck? Yeah, I did. Poor motherfucker. Mm -hmm. This fucking yeah. badass truck. Yeah, I don't have <laughs> money to pay for shit. But no, I mean, I recorded all there um, with uh, basically a bunch of different producers again. Um, a few of them returning from the second album and nice. uh, a couple new ones. And uh, it's called Pieces. Basically, pieces of my life. I'm trying to pick them up and put them together. Damn. Uh, it's, Getting uh, deep. <laughs> <laughs> Always, son. You gotta have meaning. I mean, why even put out an album? And, uh, reminds me of. Uh, I feel like you have to have some meaning in this shit, you know? Reminds me of Gil Scott Heron. Is it Gil Scott Heron? Pieces of a Man. Oh, there you He's go. He's got a project called Pieces of a Man. Also, an AZ title. The, the rapper AZ. Mm -hmm. I'm like, at the time I thought it was AZ shit, then I got, got into the Gil Scott Heron shit. That's why I reject this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so um, I started working on that one. And I originally wanted to release it last year, but uh, shit happened and just didn't get it done. So here we are. Got some. Got Name some the good, producers, man. Talk about the. You know, let's get some shout outs got to the producers, the yeah, collabs. Yeah, for sure. I got Barota Beat on there. Um, he produced a couple of them. Uh, he mastered the whole thing for me. Oh, nice. Really dope um, out of Russia. Great fucking oh, producer, man. Yeah, I should check him out on SoundCloud. Um, got a dude named M. Philip. I believe he's out of France. Um, Damn. Who else? Who else? Bang Bandit. Uh, sheesh. Also my porn name. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you on your phone, D? Nope. I mean, I, I like this album. Uh, it's a little different. A little Different more, how? A little more hard-hitting, I guess. Um, like some boom bap shit or what? Yeah, or hard-hitting I mean, what? Lyrically yeah. and beat-wise? Yeah, I mean... I might have went out of my comfort zone a little bit. I mean, usually, like I said, uh, if it doesn't mean shit to me, I mean, why am I going to put it out there? Let's take me an example of some of the, the concepts. The concepts. I don't really have concepts. I mean... So it's just I, all just raw, just... Yeah, basically, uh, my songs can touch on 10, 20 different things in one song, you know what I mean? Right, I right, mean, right. I've tried writing concept have, albums. Because um, you said it's pieces of you. That's why I assumed... Yeah. And not pieces of me, just pieces. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's true, that's true. He did say that. <laughs> but uh, I was going to name it Pieces of Me, but I was like, nah. I'm glad you didn't because it sounds too close to the other one. Yeah. The Pieces of a Man. Pieces of a Man. Um, check that out. Yeah, man. Check out the uh, both of them. I mean, AZ is dope too, but the oh, yeah. Scott Heron shit's dope. Yeah. What's up with the. Who did the. Is that the official artwork? The album cover that I saw on Facebook? Yeah, so like whenever I got laid up with this ACL injury, I was just laying in bed for fucking, seems like forever. Um, so I just went to town. I was like, man, I need to get this shit out. It's, uh, it's mastered. I got it here sitting. Just need to get it out. I'm going to get it out to people. I hate to sit on projects and then, you know, yeah. more and more time goes by. You're like, am I even going to release this? Like 90% of the world? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Luis? I'm sure you got something your own crew was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but nah, yeah, so I was laying in bed, um, I started to work on it, I was like, you know what, uh, what, uh, what, what represents me, and I've been around pecan trees basically my whole life, you know, um, mm -hmm. I'm a farmer by trade, most of y'all probably don't know that, <laughs> uh, farmer <laughs> slash rapper. I actually wanted to a, talk about that. Yeah, they're kind of a big thing, Archer. Yeah. Yeah, Archer the, the Archers. Yeah. Is, is there a rival families? <laughs> oh, when you're talking like about the oldest. <laughs> when you're talking about farming and pecans, I mean, they come up yeah. around here if you're talking about it. 
No, yeah, I'm a fourth generation farmer mm-hmm. by uh, blood, you know. So Rapper I, slash I got farmer. It in me. Yeah, I mean, shit, pays the rent. You, you, you saw that truck, bro. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I needed a farm truck. But so, um, nah, what the fuck were we talking about? The album cover, the artwork. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. There you go. There you go. So who, uh, who did it? I did it. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. So I took a piece of uh, a pecan leaf nice. straight off the tree. It's original, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I'll think one of my, I'll let you finish in a bit. My bad, but I fucking hate. Like, there's some gifted, whether it's El Paso, whether it's Cruces, wherever. All over the fucking place. When they just, they're dope MCs, but uh-huh. they just, they, they cut corners on certain shit, and they're using. Get an image from the internet. Yeah, that's shit. not. Yeah. What is, like, dude, what the no, fuck? fuck that. I told they stop doing that. Yeah, that cheapens yeah. your whole shit. Or their logo or some shit, you know? Yeah, it's like. like nah. Well, I was like. Fuck, like, do like get somebody to draw it or get something, get, oh, pay, pay somebody to fucking design it. Yeah, future yeah. did that what? on his albums, he was using just stock. Which future? Future, like the rapper. Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, and his early shit, who was uh, he a big no, name? Or what? He's a big name, yes. Okay, well, I don't know if future is, but <laughs> is he good? Is he good? Some uh, people would say he is. Uh, I, don't, I don't even listen to music. Okay, <laughs> so. He listens but to what, his own. But um, <laughs> is this before he blew up? No. This is like what he does. He's huge and that's what he did. Uh, I, think his last album, it, I think his last album he did him. That, that was the only one he didn't do that on. If you're doing it like ironically, then I guess. <laughs> so I still don't like it. But if you're struggling, like make yeah. your shit look dope. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I think if you're that big, you're like, eh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you're already big. Yeah, like, people know you when you're already that, big, you can do all kinds. Like the Wu-Tang albums. You're already Wu Tang, so it's yeah. like there's all kinds of weird little mistakes, like like editing and engineering weird shit that they just leave in there. Right. Like yeah. if you have an ear for it, you can hear it. Oh, like it's so oh, wait, off, too. It's, it's like, all yeah. off. It's weird, but it's Wu Tang. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah. But when you're if you're like not known, you're still you know super underground. Like dude, take that extra effort. Make that extra effort to. No, make, for sure. You know, have a dope design. No, I agree with that. So um, that's cool that you did that. Yeah, I mean, I did it myself. Uh, my first album artwork was by uh, War Two. Nice. So, um, and then I took the picture for my second, and then I did the third one also. So, yeah. Anyways, took that, um, scanned it in, edited it, uh, picked out song names because I'm bad at that. <laughs> I waited till the last minute. Most people are like, yeah, yeah, you know, like you're saying, like with a concept, obviously, if you had a concept for a song, it would already be, you'd have the name down, the start yeah. writing. And I just, I feel like the beat, you know, what do I, what do I, what can I hear in this? So, yeah. that's the way I did it. And then did all that shit, put it out, and, we're going to see if you guys like it here, what, September 8th, I believe? September 8th, that's when it's dropping. I hopefully, hope. Hopefully I drop this shit <laughs> nah, before <yeah>. that. <laughs> I've been slacking on my... Maybe I'll wait for you. No, right? <laughs> wait for that sweet Jesus video. Oh, yeah, dog. Talk about that family business, man. I think that's super interesting. That's not something that everybody, yeah. you know, lives. Shit, man. Um, like, go into detail about it. That's, that's super interesting, dog. Um... Grew up around it basically my whole tell, life. Tell uh, the listeners exactly what it is that your it's family a does. Pecans. Pecans. There's pecan trees, you know, 100 acres, so there's a lot of work. Whole lot of branches. That and I fucking tell you what. I think you got, <laughs> <laughs> think you got trouble you with, with one tree in your yard, huh? Shit. <laughs> 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 now, um, yeah, man, it's super hard work, uh, but it pays off, you know, and I, I'm glad to be able to do that, you know, and, um, just be able to provide explain the whole process for, for the listeners man how right, so everything you do and how pe- it gets this to this pecan right uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put go it for in it. the ground I like that shit nah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> go for it now nah, my dad um, 
He uh, just basically, they used to like grow corn, chili, uh, all kinds of shit, and uh, take it to the farmer's market and sell it like every Saturday. Nice. When we were growing up, you know, I remember doing that. Um, and then, like, I want to say around 97, he uh, just went straight trees and said, ah, fuck this shit. All trees. Keep it simple. Yeah, so all like, um, that, that, it's a lot easier <laughs> just having one crop, yeah. you know, rather than switching. And you know, killing the soil. Yeah, I mean, hatches like hatchery con all around there, even up here. I mean, the farming business has been here forever, you know, such a fertile valley. Um, and yeah, man, you just you got to take care of the trees, you got to make sure they got the proper nutrients, uh, weed control, pest control, uh, watering, um, fertilizing. I mean, I'm basically I do it all, you know, um, trimming. I mean, you think... So you're saying your brother doesn't do anything? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, please. <laughs> do it all. Nah, 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 nah. I got help for sure. I'm just saying that I'm a jack of all trades in that yeah. aspect, you know. So um, you your, have to, though. Is you know? your dad the one that started it in the family, or is it no, before him? No, um, yeah. Has so it been, been my, before? Uh, my grandpa and his brothers, oh, okay. um, they came down here. Sheesh, I don't even know. I think they're from Alabama or something. A bunch of white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they all came down here, and um, and they. I believe his dad was a farmer too, man. Uh, I need to go back and do the history. Yeah. But they started planting all kinds of shit down there. Um, they originally were up here in Mesa, and um, they moved down there, started planting. Um, they did lettuce, cabbage, basically anything that would grow, you know. Um, and then he stuck to pecans. And he's like, yeah, man, I, I guess he saw the future. Because, <laughs> you know, right now, that's, that's everything, man. Yeah. Oh, everyone's planting for countries. It's Damn. fucking taking over. Uh-huh. And you may not know this, but New Mexico is uh, second highest in producing pecans for U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, right behind Georgia. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think we'll probably, fact, guys. we'll probably pass them, honestly. To tell you oh, for real? Yeah. How can you tell that or just, I'm just the numbers? Not, I, mean, I don't. Uh, his, farmer, his farmer projections. That, that, just seeing how much they're yeah, planting and dude, just everywhere. And My grandpa owns. They get hit by hurricanes and shit all the time. Oh, <laughs> not us. Where? What? In Georgia? In Georgia. Oh, shit. Bro. Yeah. So. My grandpa owns a bunch of pecan orchards, too. You, right are here? all of them? No, in La Mesa. La Mesa out there. Near Stallman and stuff like that, too. That's, um, so is, is all of the are all your pecans or your orchards they're all up and wrinkled and hatch? Oh yeah, it's all in one place. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hundred acres. Hundred acres. Dang. It's just small, you know. Honestly, uh, is it? It compared to like the bigger farms out there. Oh yeah. Um, plus you got like Salapec and Stalman mm-hmm. up here, which fuck, I don't even know how much they got. How many people you got in your in your employ? Uh, steadily, it's just three of us. Um, around harvest or any other time we need all family or work. Luis or what yeah we got uh we're two down there he's uh taught him the ropes <laughs> <laughs> you pick on ropes yeah he learned that he's shit. you gotta learn a lot farmer. of shit dude you gotta stay on top of it i can't even picture you know, that people, fucker working dog <laughs> people think oh, you just water you just water the trees you know they'll do fine uh it's a, it's a lot of work uh a lot of uh paying attention you know and you gotta you gotta look at them and uh study them but uh, yeah, we got us three, and then harvest time, which is around December, which you know, the, the nuts the, open up. Yeah. This is the worst. Do they fall? Do you have to pick them? You got you got to go in there with a shaker and shake Just the shake shit them out of them. Right. Yeah, back in the day, you'd go with a stick. I mean, people still do that, obviously, if you don't got a, the money to yeah. buy a shaker, which are freaking expensive. Man, equipment. So, so there's equipment. Expensive. There's a thing called a shaker. Yeah, yeah, oh, nice. yeah. Hundred twenty-five thousand so dollars shaker. Hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah. God dang. And they don't. And I mean, they don't fuck around, man. 
But yeah, I mean, it's going to make it go by faster if you can afford oh, it. Oh, my God, yeah, for As sure. opposed to freaking knocking shit yeah, on the Yeah, man, like, stick. you know, they used to do that back in the day, and like I said, people still do, obviously. Um, Take forever, though, I'm sure. Yeah, shit. I mean, you knock if them you down, have a smaller them farm, go sell them, you know? Yeah. I mean, they do that backyard pecans all day. Pecans? Yes, That's sir. interesting, man. I know, you, I mean... Do you say pecans or pecans? I say pecans. I don't say what do you pecans. Say, I say pecans. Me too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm surprised that white says pecans. It's like pecans. Is that a South thing? I don't know what that is. I'm not 100% white. Come on, Jesus. Dang. You look 100% white. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't give me that. Come on, now. <laughs> I'm sitting next to Wong. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that fucker is... That's, that's, that's a whole other thing. What that's not even white. That's it's a different... <laughs> whole different uh, uh, animal there. No, I ain't afraid I ain't afraid of my white. Are you uh, <laughs> you're half Mexican or what? Or something? I assume Mexicans were down here. Mexican, mm-hmm. Hispanic, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, we are called the Mexican. Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> nah, I don't care. I, hate, I fucking hate Mexicans, dog. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that. That joke's getting old. Yeah. The, old the old Mexican hate. All right. Uh, is that from your mom's side? Or your, I'm assuming? That's from my mom. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. This How did they meet, man? How did that happen? Shit, I don't know. I don't even know the story, honestly. What the hell? You're homeschooled. She didn't tell you no <laughs> stories. <laughs> family they ain't like that you know? i guess that's the white side of not that big side. talkers <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i think white people talk a lot i thought i'm more mexican oh, not talking yeah, mexican oh, that's the other way around yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. the stereotype is that the me- that's the state i don't agree with it all oh, the time but they talk a lot no the stereotype is that the white families are aren't as close yeah, or talking uh, yes and that's they're right. more quicker to move away that's like right. for careers and whatnot yes. whereas the stereotype for hispanics will be like three generations living in one house yeah Yes. Which is not good. No, it's not. <laughs> it's just holding us back, people. Yeah. <laughs> Move out. God damn it. Move the fuck out. Stop being a fucking mama's boy. There's a lot of mama's boys, even in the hip hop scene. Wow. They want to bring that shit into the scene. It's like, motherfucker, I'm not your mom's dog. Oh, wow. I will slap you. <laughs> <laughs> but Don't fucking talk to me like your mom's. No, nah, but there's some mama's boys in the scene. I don't give a fuck. You know, just like, uh, on some tangential shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, any you got any stories for us? Any music related stories? Any tour related stories? Aww, Before we man. go into some other topics here. No, I'm pretty whack. I can't even remember. Come on, man. Talk about your. I, I think Luis kind of. Talk about your first. Cool you have to talk about your first tour. I tell this dude with a couple minus of stories. And this is Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I minus and I should. I know. <laughs> One of those. Nah, it was a learning experience for sure, man. Um, being on the road for 30 some days uh, with a bunch of fucking dudes crammed <laughs> into one car or two and then sleeping all in the same room. Shit, fuck yeah. So Luis's we got to know, feet. Yeah, we got to know a lot of dudes um, personally a lot a lot more than I than I would have liked to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little what? Oh, fuck yeah. Got a little, little close. Come on now. Got to- <laughs> yeah, hey, now you- we were all crammed in, um, in uh, Hoppa's house, I remember. For about, I want to say about five days. We had shows in between, so we had to stay there, you know. Yeah. Had some shows in LA. At any given moment, because we're all sharing one room. I mean, he had roommates and shit. He's like, "Hey, you guys can crash here." We're like, "Fuck, we're poor. It's like the end of tour. We have no money." You're like, "Fuck yeah, dude, let's do it." So like, at any given moment, because there's five MCs and we had a DJ with us, so there's six people. Any given moment of the day or night, there's always somebody sleeping in that room, no matter what. I mean, 
Because fuck, dude, we're all laying on the ground, like six dudes lined up. I mean, uh, did you have a pillow or not? Sometimes. Hello, what the fuck? <laughs> so just like that. Yeah, you get your bag, you throw it underneath you. Which was the best date? Which show was the best, or your favorite, or the craziest one? On that tour, shit, man. Um, it was the hypest crowd. First, the first night actually um, was pretty memorable in Denton, okay. Denton, Texas. Uh, we weren't, we didn't know what to expect, but they, they really came out. It was a dope show. Um, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more, but kind of just steaming by my head here. <laughs> hey, did you watch the Mayweather McGregor fight? Yeah, on Facebook Live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that counts. That counts. <laughs> yeah, it does. I turned my fucking laptop sideways. <laughs> Are you a, a boxing guy, MMA guy, both? Do you not give a fuck about either one? Are you a fan of either guy? I started watching uh, boxing and well, then I uh, kind of went to MMA and then. Uh, I was pretty heavy into MMA there for a while, mid two thousands. Do you follow either one? Oh, I, I stopped yeah long ago. Um, Were you rooting for anybody in particular in that in that in match? That one, I mean, of course, like the underdog. I, I never really cared for May, um, Mayweather. Just never liked the way he fought. I uh, never liked his style. Um, he always pick his fighters, blah blah blah. He could go on and on. Yeah. And I know there's people that love him and people that hate him, but I was just kind of like, that. Nah, I was never a big fan. Yeah. And um, McGregor, I mean. Mm, it's cool. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a yeah. I'm not a fan of either one of those yeah, dudes, man. Yeah, because like McGregor's a kind of like the Mayweather of the UFC in a sense. You know <laughs> well, I mean? I mean, no, he. Uh, I think he went after his opponents. No, no, know? yeah, no. But I'm saying with the shit talking and the yeah, uh, oh, all yeah. that shit. Uh, oh, I was rooting show. for. I'm a, you know, I get on Facebook and I'll post a little couple of things here and there. People like to people, you know. And I know it's not my fucking imagination, but motherfuckers are just waiting for me to fucking be wrong so they can right. just pile on my ass. Oh, you see his zoos? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, which is fine. Like, I love it. Bring it. Because um, you guys, if you fucking look at my posts, you're going to, they pick and choose what they want and dissect the damn post oh, yeah. to make themselves yeah. look cool. Like, if you actually read the damn post, you look, you're, you're the one that looks like a fucking retard. You're because, wasting your breath, Jesus. Oh, uh, what the fuck? Wasting your breath. <laughs> So who are you going for? Uh, anyways, D. Um, I'm just saying no one's going <laughs> to take the time to read your post and actually oh, understand it is what I'm saying. So I, I get where you're coming from, but people are stupid. Yeah, no, so, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's, that's the point. But yeah, that is my, the point. And my point is uh, I'm not going to go indulge these people on Facebook. That's the gayest thing in the world. Because um, people like to, you know, go back and forth. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> but point being, with that said, uh, I, I was a huge boxing fan. I still am. I like boxing. I like the sport. I mean, yeah. shit. De La Hoya is my favorite boxer. Fucking Chavez. I remember watching, of course, Tyson. Yeah. Those are the big names, but I mean, I've seen all kinds of fights when I was little. You know what I'm saying? We're talking the 80s. I'm 41 years old. Uh, I mean, we're talking Terry Norris, Michael Second and Nunn, all these old school fucking boxers and the yeah. lighter weights. This is like 80s shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I saw Mike Tyson coming up when he was nobody. You know what I'm saying? I saw those fights like on a fucking big ass TV. You know what I'm saying? Before the flat screens, you know what I'm saying? Illegal fucking pay-per-views. <laughs> Even before pay-per-view, we could just watch well, fights shit. on HBO. Like the UFC when it started, you know? Yeah. It was really raw. And just like, you know, they had yep. like the, you know, the big ass dude against a small dude. And like you'd fight like numerous times yeah. in one yeah. fight. <laughs> no time limit and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's my background there. I come across as an MMA guy now online because that's what I watch more now. I, I don't follow boxing. I just, it got boring. I saw a couple of really just corrupt fights where like yeah, my boy has. De La Hoya got screwed over a couple of times. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck that shit. And there was just nobody, if you don't have a favorite fighter, yeah. it's hard to kind of watch it. 
Oh, for sure. Any sport, if you don't like, if you don't have somebody to follow, kind of. Right. So I just kind of fell off with that. Then the fucking UFC started blowing up. I was like, oh, this shit looks dope. Uh, I just like fighting in general. I like watching that shit. Uh, but I am not a fan of McGregor, but I was rooting for him in a sense because he's yeah, the huge. It'd be kind of cool to see a huge underdog win. Yeah, but I, 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 but it I wasn't. wasn't. Like but, people are going to knock him out in 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm not, Come on now, let's get my, real. Like, I, I, placed a, I made a post stating uh, who wants to bet that <laughs> McGregor won't get knocked out. Okay. Somehow that turns into like, in some people's retarded brains that I'm a McGregor fan or I'm saying he's going to win. I'm actually saying he's probably going to lose, but yeah. just not by knockout. Not knockout. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have these rabid boxing fans that are like MMA haters. Yeah. There's people that respect both and that are open-minded and are actually intelligent people, but then you have retarded people who are like rabid. Yeah. And, and it's too with that one. Yeah. And it's just crazy, dog. <laughs> These people are crazy, dog. Yeah, yeah. They get rabid. Oh, people like, take it seriously. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you're not getting any of that hundred million. You do know I that, mean, right? It's <laughs> like that with sports in general. So that's what I was about to say. It's fascinating how like people get rabid yeah. about sports. Yeah, yeah, like I sure. love the Cowboys, but I don't give a fuck if they like. <laughs> I, when I'm watching the game, I'm like, oh yeah, I do get like into it, and I do yell at the screen. But I think I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not making any money off this shit. Yeah. I'm not, you know, if they win, I don't get shit out of it. You know what I mean? I don't have, I have one jersey that my aunt gave me and that's it. Like, uh, but with fighting, it's, it gets crazy. And then there was a lot of female McGregor fans, right? Oh, really? So when he loses, some of these girls, you know, they still, they still post and like, oh yeah, he did good for not being a boxer, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. These guys will come out <laughs> and post. And, like, just tear these girls apart, bro. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Leave her alone, bro. They got to be right. Like, oh, yeah. And they wanna, and they break down the fight acting right. like if it's, like, original. Like, yeah. dude, you're just saying, that you're regurgitating the exact same shit that everybody else is saying. But they yeah, need yeah. to mansplain. He, he doesn't know. Yeah, they need they to need mansplain. They need to mansplain it. He yeah. doesn't know uh, boxing. Uh, uh, uh. Like, for one, 90% of the people saying that shit have never even boxed in their whole fucking lives or so even had a street fight. Man, like but they're, like, attacking girls. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, bro. Like, I'm just reading the comment. Like, the next day, I fucking... I uh, didn't work, so I was just literally in my bed all hungover and shit and just reading shit. I'm like, damn, these guys are brutal attacking female McGregor fans. Sometimes that's the only reason to get on Facebook, man. Yeah, so we, I mean, thank Free you. Comments. Like, thanks, guys, for the entertainment. But at the same time, that's fucking dick. Nah, like, yeah, I mean, like literally, like novels to reply to some girl just saying, "Oh, I still love McGregor." Like, yeah, obviously, they just like him because they think he's hot or whatever. Uh, I mean, some girls do actually follow MMA, right? Which is cool. Uh, you know, marry me. But uh, but where these guys, these guys, where they at though? <laughs> but these guys would attack, dog. <laughs> like, they're fucking brutal, dog. Like, oh, you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, boxing. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit, it's not that serious, bro. <laughs> it's just sports. You're not getting any of that hundred million. Right. Uh, when I put the bet out, you, uh, you know, like I said, I like boxing and MMA, so I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that lo- hates on the other. But I didn't see anybody step up except for two people. Uh, they may look at it like they let me slide, but I let, I let them slide because I said knockout, not TKO. Uh-huh. If you go to fucking gamble in Vegas or anywhere else, there's a there's difference. There's a distinction. Yeah. There's a huge distinction. I said KO, and they're like acting, well, you can just, you know, you don't have to pay me. It's like, what the fuck, you're the one you lost. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, all right, we'll just call it even. Yeah. Because I was just like drunk and in a good mood, but like, you lost. Mm. What do you mean? I, I should, I should, I should uh, have $40 in there. He probably uh, should have got knocked out, though, honestly. I mean, yeah, definitely, but uh, technically know, speaking, for bets, for gambling yeah, purposes. For sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're in the right. Uh, but yeah, either way, 
Uh, I'm not a Mayweather boxing, fan. Huh? Speaking of boxing, uh, I'm excited about the Canelo Triple G. Nah, because I don't follow shit. I don't follow boxing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you've heard of Canelo. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Never I'm seen not, any of his fights? Uh, when, oh, because I got invited to go see him fight Mayweather in a fucking boring-ass fight. Oh, okay. uh, so I saw that one. I saw boring-ass yeah, Mayweather Pacquiao. I, I don't really follow boxing either. Like yeah, but if some, out. like... I'll watch that. I'll pay to watch that one. Yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't pay no. for any of those fucking shits. I'm because not pay I, all by myself. I'm going to his <laughs> house and pitch in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying I don't like... If I don't like... Like, if I'm not a fan of at least yeah, one of them, and I know what you're this other one's an exception because it was like this huge deal MMA guy. I'm not a fan of either one of those guys. Man, they sold that shit so much. Yeah. Goddamn. And, you know, you got people, again, not defending either one because I could care less. But just for argument's sake and the podcast sake, because this is what we do here, we talk. You know, people, <laughs> you have he did, he did a lot better than I thought, in my opinion. You had literally... The first rounds, I thought he was doing good. He won the first five, in my opinion. Either way, he did good. He did solid. At the end of the day, again, us peons, us broke asses, these motherfuckers get on shit and they get rabid. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. uh, yeah, he let him have those rounds. Uh, it doesn't matter if he did okay. He still got beat up. I'm like, they both walked out with millions, dog. Oh, yeah. There's no... I'm sure he still wanted to win, but he still won. Like I they think, both yeah, won. I, I think he's just like fuck it. They know, both I made won. My Thirty million, however much you They're made. Both, he's like fuck like, it. Like, you look retarded. I try. <laughs> like broke asses look retarded when they're like making fun of a rich person that's doing all kinds of cool shit that they wish they could do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you have Facebook and you like and you're gonna badger women. And that's what, that's your life. Okay? <laughs> this guy's over here like living the dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. He fought McGregor, Mayweather, or whoever. They both they're both living the dream. Uh, sure. But yeah, you're on Facebook, and that's your fucking life, you know. And, you're, and, and you know, badgering women, I'm <laughs> telling them how wrong they are about <laughs> liking McGregor. Literally, like novels, bro. Breaking it down. Oh, I hate him. Like they, they think that they, too. they literally think they're like these fight experts. No, you see, I called it. You didn't call shit when I bet you, motherfucker. All right. I called it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah, and this round, and oh, and he started getting tired. Like, shut the fuck up, Here are bro. the stats. Look at the stats, bro. Yeah, yeah you see? I called it. I called it. I knew it. I knew he was going to win. <laughs> like, no shit. He's a fucking professional boxer. Yeah, man. But uh, I just like both those fuckers. Man, I hate Facebook sometimes just for that reason, too. You know? It's, just, it's oh, like a God. double-edged sword, which I say a million times, double-edged sword. But it's entertaining as fuck, but it's annoying as fuck, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. It's fucking entertaining. I'm reading these fucking comments. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, damn, people and this is a some of these people aren't stupid in normal senses but like sports sports oh, takes sure. over their brains bro mm-hmm. and if not football season's coming in you're gonna see some more retardation can't wait about it dude i posted like i'll just joke around i'll, post, I'll just post like this little shit right and right away people take the bait oh whatever what the fuck what about romo uh, i'm like i don't give a fuck about romo i never met the motherfucker right, exactly <laughs> yeah, making a like i don't care People get rabid. And then what's what's the, how do you feel about, let's say, uh, whether it's football, whatever sport, the when some of these people that certain people look up to or they love and fucking idolize, what if in their personal life they have some shady shit? Like, you know, Mayweather, you know, he's supposedly he's beating up women, his wife, stuff like that, but you're still follow him. Right. You know, that's, well, how do you feel about that how shit? How do I feel about Is that, that? Yeah, just in general. <laughs> Like, I mean, because it's kind of weird that... They're, they're because fucking they're human, s- obviously, and shit like that's going to happen. I mean, obviously, they're, they're held up to this high 
standard. Because isn't everybody it? follows them, you know. And Sports. I mean, a lot of the, them. the Cowboys but, are my team. Of course, it's not, I mean, it's not, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that they should get away with it. And they should be held accountable just like all of us are, you know. If, yeah. If I were you to have done that shit, you know. And I feel that uh, they probably get away with a lot more shit. It's just crazy how it went in the inter- just not even sports in the entertainment world in general. Oh, yeah, if they're good enough at what they do, it, you know? we turn a blind eye yeah. to like the crazy shit they do on the or side. They, they apologize and make it better. Just like <laughs> oh, okay, cool. It's like yeah, he, he you know he, uh, he he a woman beater, but he can dance, <laughs> he can sing. I mean, I, got I the number one hit. Understand everybody deserves a second chance and all that shit. But, uh, yeah, you know sometimes Some I feel like it off way too yeah way too easy. Any thoughts on that, D? Um, quite a bit, being that I'm a woman. Yeah, um, exactly. That's... I mean, it's hard when you're, I don't know, when you're just uh, constantly thrown all of these um, men in powerful positions who, you're right, they are human. Um, that's correct. There is a lot of pressure on them, though, still being in the public eye. And there is this idea that if you have a platform, you should use it for something good. Um so yeah so i mean i i get that people make mistakes um do i think we need to persecute them their whole life because they did one thing wrong no um but i do think that that should not be that should definitely not be forgotten um we we can't we can forgive but we shouldn't forget and i'm okay with someone fucking up but if your favorite football player was a woman beater would you still be a fan um probably not I mean, right. I can't. I I don't even listen to Chris Brown. <laughs> you that's know what, what I mean? Like, task, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just like, but then I listen to people who talk about bitches, hoes, and all this kind of stuff in their music, and it's really hard for me. I have to take the person out of context of the character that they're embodying. So that's the only way I'm able to kind of get through it. But is it hard? Fuck yeah, it's hard. It's that's really hard. Though. Yeah, I mean, well, we've how- actually been arrested for some shit. Though. That's even like another level. Though. Exactly. Yeah. When you it's when like, you've on. been in trouble for it. That's different, you know. I think at that point you really need to make amends by constantly being in the public's eye as doing the opposite of that. Like, you know, I don't know what he's doing for battered women or for women in general. Like, he's not in the news for any of that, you know, about his, uh, you know, his good deeds for women and those situations. Like, that's that's what I'd like to see. So I get that you do something and you know it's done and you pay your and you pay whatever you owe. But you need to continue to live into that. And you need to continue to perpetuate a more positive yeah, example of it. that. Yes. So yeah, that, that's just where I stand. I, I get it. You know, people yeah, are people. No, that's true. But, we, you know, you got to do right. And you got to take your opportunity to do right. I mean, he's got so much money. Yeah, I mean, so much yeah. exposure. They basically just pay a certain fee, you know. And then, just and then they're done. Apologize and you're cool. Yeah. I mean, do something. Yeah, I mean, whatever he does, people are going to be watching, and so why not take advantage of that and and exactly. use that and use that for something good? So that's my only thing about that. So very well put, Dean. I agree hundred <laughs> percent. I agree hundred <laughs> percent. Nah, seriously. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's weird mm-hmm. that, and then and these people, the guys that are, I'm just picking this one part, but. The men that are badgering the women, like on Facebook, over mm-hmm. being McGregor fans, mm-hmm. that, that just perpetuates the whole shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, no wonder you're a fan of him. Obviously, you're a fucking weirdo. I mean, you get off on fucking, fucking verbally abusing women on Facebook over a dumb fight that you have no stake in whatsoever. I mean, think about, you know, the Christy Mack, is that who it was, mm-hmm. who got beaten by her boyfriend, yeah, who, like, machine. almost to death. Um, he left her basically to die. It was fucking brutal. 
Um, I'm going to prison though. You yeah, he got he got what he deserved for sure. I mean, I I came across it randomly, I think, online or something, and then I ended up seeing her Instagram, and it was just insane um, what she was going through and, and, and what he did. I was a fan of that dude. Was a fighter, but I was like, after that, I was like, fuck. I mean, yeah, uh, these sports, you know, with these it blinds people. Yeah, well, these sports with these men, I mean, understandable. All sports and men, you know. That does something to you, you know. That's gonna that's gonna rev you up. That's gonna make you a little bit more on edge, you know. Uh, things like that. So it's like when you're when you're already clouded with all of this uh, perception of being angry, of being aggressive, of uh, you know, you should do your best to try to not be that way in in your regular life. You have to be a fucking beast in in the fucking octagon. You got to be a fucking animal out on the field. That does not mean you got to be like that when you're out. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just... And if you fuck up, you need to go above and beyond yes. to make up for that yes. shit and show... You know, you're, you're in the public eye. You don't act like, well, I'm not a role model. No, you you beat some chick up. You have to go above and beyond and make up for that shit somehow, yeah. some way. And that's the thing that boxing's had for years. You know, talk about Mike Tyson and Mike things Tyson. like that. Yeah, I mean, others, you know, there's, there's just a string. So... When you're living into that kind of legacy too, I mean, just like the NFL, you know, a lot of people are kind of giving them a lot of shit for who they're picking and choosing to, you know, punish and things like that. And yes, that is something that we need to talk about too, but at least they're punishing people now. Yeah. You know, at least people are seeing some consequences to their actions. And so when you have a history like that, I think it is your job to also work towards the future and change that kind of thing, change that perception. Yeah, with boxing and combat sports, well, boxing especially, it's different, uh, unfortunately, because if it, with the NFL, you can suspend somebody for some games. In boxing, it's like, they don't give a fuck. They only suspend you or, you know, hit your wallet if you're on steroids or some shit like that. Anything else, they don't give a fuck. There's no code of conduct, whereas with, like, NBA and NFL, there is if mm -hmm. you fuck up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they're free to do whatever the fuck they want and beat bitches up. Yeah, me with their fans. <laughs> Even in, uh, you know, even in big business in larger cities and stuff like that, if you get, you know, um, if you get hired by some huge company, there are all kinds of clauses in contracts that you sign to work with them about your conduct outside of work. That's so true. it's it's crazy that people that are making this kind of money and are exposed uh, this much don't have the same kind of uh, duty, I guess. Probably because they know the. The fans are still gonna fucking. Yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it, but to my to my point, oh, yeah, the you, fans are still gonna be around even if they yeah. you know have to get punished for something. You know, they're not that's going true. nowhere. Yeah, NFL. <laughs> <laughs> they're still gonna come back. They're still gonna make money. Exactly. Yeah, both either way, they're doing the. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everybody's making money. You know, mm -hmm. so. True. Hurricane Harvey. Wow, we can talk about that. Any thoughts, Steve? Oh man. About well, any aspect of it. Well, yeah. Um. So those who know what I actually do, you know, nine to five type thing, my actual job, uh, very, very exposed to uh, Harvey and the kind of destruction it's caused. So um, to be honest, it's just been really intense. I've uh, been really busy at work, a lot of overtime. Um, there's just a lot of damage. So um, looking at it from that point of view, I mean, it's, it's going to change a lot of things. So it's going to change. I know for sure it's going to change the insurance industry. That's for sure. Um, things are, things will change after that because with every kind of mega, uh, storm or, uh, weather related type thing that changes practices and it, it can even change some laws, uh, things like that when you're talking about that kind of business. But, um, as far as the people being there and affected, um, 
I think a lot of people didn't, I don't know how to say it, but I don't know if a lot of people really thought it was going to hit them like it did. I have a friend who actually lives in Houston. She just moved back uh, not that long ago. And she was posting pictures saying that she was okay at first, uh, just kind of watching the water from across the way. You know, she could still access her first floor and things like that. But then the next post I see from her, maybe the next day, she's, you know, asking someone to get them out, to to rescue them. Yeah, they can no longer access their first floor. They had very little supplies. Um, You know, they were waiting to get rescued. Luckily, a woman in their complex went into labor, so they were able to get out of their place. They probably wouldn't have been top priority. It's just her, her husband, and their dog. So um, I have a couple other friends that live out there, too. They're all safe and everything, as far as I know. But, I mean, I think it's... um, You don't... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if we really expected... um, You can prepare all you want, and people are going to point fingers about not evacuating soon enough and things like that but um, bottom line is I I think that we are kind of disillusioned as Americans uh, in general um, to some of those kind of things because that happens in other countries all the time Uh, super devastating and you think that with our yeah what you think that with our infrastructure too and our government and things like that that we'd be a little bit more prepared for these sorts of things but no you know um, Sandy fuck shit up Katrina Katrina. fuck shit up you know and and like I said it changed a lot of things after that um so i don't know i mean all i can hope is that we learn something from this um to be better prepared for stuff like this and it's just the damage is just extensive i just can't even i can't katrina though you would think we'd be i mean i don't know how the shit works i'm just Mm -hmm. saying you would think the the government would would have some shit on standby Mm mm-hmm Whereas opposed to waiting for you know to see how bad it gets, I know obviously always it's always a money thing. Yes. But you would just just to make sure people don't die, you want to have some shit on standby, waiting the boats, all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, as opposed to just waiting to see, oh, let's wait till the calls come in. Like that doesn't sound it sounds yeah. as backwards. But again, I don't know how it works. So I'm not you know we're, trying to diss we're or pretty reactive. I think we're pretty reactive as a society um, yeah. and not as proactive as we should be. Um, so that's definitely one thing. But, you know, we're so far removed from it. And I think Texas, even in general, even those places, I don't know if they've ever experienced anything like that. Um, yeah, for Houston, you know. Yeah, that, that's, that's intense. That's um, the first hurricane. They, we got the Katrina victims going up there, living now. They got to yeah. deal with can, this shit. I know. Can you believe that? That's all must this be PTSD. Horrible. Yeah. I mean, it's sad. Uh, all the photos that I've seen, uh, stories. and Shout out to the homie Ocho Sanchez. Oh, he's is he there. out there? Yeah, that's where he lives. Uh, he was up to his knees or something in water. He's got a couple young kids. See, Trey the Truth was out there rescuing people in a boat. In his boat, right? Yep. Trey the Truth. Yeah, he's out there, man. That's, that shit affects everybody. Yeah. Uh, surprised I haven't heard anything from Beyonce, though. I think she's from Houston, too. She ain't Is said she? nothing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hey, I know. one thing I even posted about earlier, because uh, the whole Joel Osteen thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, they, did you hear about that shit? Yeah. you have any thoughts on this? The same uh, kind of answer? thing. He's being crucified for That's not the I mean, the using whole, his platform. The whole Houston thing is, a, yeah, a big fucking tragedy, man. Uh, it's fucking crazy how much water is in there right now. And it's still getting hit, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. That picture of the old folks home. Oh, oh that God. was... Yeah. They're just sitting, waiting up to their, up to their shoulders. Chilling. Just chilling, knitting <laughs> yeah, and shit, well, crocheting. Really, what can you do? I mean, you're that old. Like, can't do shit. Like well, me recently I, being injured, like, damn, dude, if that shit would have went down, like, right after I mean, surgery or something, I'm, I'm on two crutches, like, damn. You can imagine, be, like, people like that are elderly, you know, that mm-hmm. can't. Uh, move freely, you know. I know like it's just one people. picture, but where are the employees? Of um, <laughs> they called in that dude. I, 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 <laughs> hey, you're on your own, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, 
I actually read the story on that, and well, they are old though. So, hey, you had a good run. Uh, hey. I no, guess I, no, seriously though, I guess you had the, a good run. The problem was is that the owner reached out. Uh, the owner of that place had reached out for help uh, to get the people evacuated, but nobody came uh, before. That's and great. so that's what I mean about the reactive yes, versus exactly. Well, there's so many. I'm sure too. Oh yeah, resources are spread yeah, got, super thin. I mean, they got money for wars, but can't feed the poor. There you go. There you go. There goes the table. It's, it's on the floor. I was everyone. acting like I was at the other table over again. Yeah. I'm just saying that there's no, you're money. Right. The, the, the FEMA shit. No, come on. Man. Mm-hmm. Let's be uh, proactive. As opposed yeah, well, to she, had, she had to put that picture on social media to get anyone's attention. That's, 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 that's the horrible, only thing yeah. that worked. I mean, social media is a very powerful tool. So now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole Joel Osteen thing and people talking shit. If you're being a troll, hey, more power to you. Not <laughs> really. That's sarcasm. Uh, that's cute. If it's really funny, then I'll still like it. But if it's just gay ass, like low level troll shit, that's dumb. But if you really, in your heart of hearts, are dissing Joel Osteen or Trump or whoever, but you yourself haven't given shit, fuck you. Like, <laughs> oh, I have a, I have a phone, so I can make comments and diss people. I can diss mega churches. I don't give a fuck about Joel Osteen or Trump. Fuck them both. But although I like Joel Osteen's book. I have it, but I'm just saying. Um, it's just some fucking motivational shit, just like all the other ones. They're all the same. But point being, you know, if we want to go biblical, uh, you know, the, the, there's the, the what's, what about the plank in your eye? Don't be talking shit about other people if you ain't doing shit. No, that's true. How much have you, even if, I guarantee 90% of the people talking shit about other people haven't donated not even $5. So shut the fuck up, please, whoever's listening to this. Get your, get your life right. Now, if you're trolling, well, you, you got bigger problems. If that's what you want to be trolling about, you know, especially if it's not creative or funny trolling. But if you're really, oh, fuck Christianity, and blah, 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 this, this, and that, well, how much did you give? Like, I want to see how much. I bet you wouldn't even give $10. Yeah, so shut the, the fuck boat, up. You, know? I mean, you basically closed your doors now. Exactly. You but closed no, your wallet. I mean, Honestly, Jonathan like, closes doors. You closed your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> but really, like, who can you trust to give to anymore? Like, that's kind of no. But you thing, can you know at the right? very yeah. You're very because I don't no, give to no, organizations. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Oh, they go ahead, they go ahead. shouldn't either. You know, finish um, your point. Like shit, give some clothes. You know, like fucking these people have nothing but the clothes on their back. You know, like some food. I mean, whatever. You know. Um, there's, if it's not money, you know. There's um, logistics behind that too, because that's what we're, we're talking about. This me and Jesus too, like. That's yeah. where I'm kind of like, yeah, well, who would I even give to? You know? ex- like, yeah, who or how would it get there? Some people um, know people trust? personally yeah. down more, there. More, you know, who can I don't give to organizations because they keep exactly, all the money. That's what but I, I know people down there personally. If I were to give, I'd just give them give to them true. directly. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yes. Give to them directly. Mm-hmm. Or there's people here that I know and trust. When I say here, I don't mean cruises. I mean El Paso more. But they're going. Chris ain't giving none. <laughs> pecans, send some pecans out there, Doc. No, but no, but I'm saying. I'm down. I'm just saying the point is there's ways because I do understand if because honestly these organizations are bullshit. Yeah. But most of these people, you probably got some family out there and you yeah. give, give directly. So before you start talking shit, you know how much did you give? And even if you give to some corrupt shit, at least you say in your heart, your heart, your conscience is clear. You know what I'm saying? You gave some shit. Then you can talk. Before you, shit then, yeah, then you can talk. At least give five dollars, <laughs> then talk. Before you post that other that meme and share that meme about Joe Austin and blah blah blah, give five dollars at least. 
Now, but I, nah, I'm gonna set the limit at ten at least. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, but I heard uh, he opened his door, so I guess I guess he's in the clear uh, amidst now. Amidst the backlash. He got all kinds of pressure, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. But check the check the book out. What's that book called? Look that up, dude. That's a good book. All right. <laughs> no, that Against just, my better judgment. That fool's just uh, Joel. Seen. I'll, I'll talk a little bit about this. Oh God. I used to because I I went through a hardcore Christian phase. I don't want to really call it a phase because it's that's a I don't like that word, but. Because I still pray to Jesus Christ. Your best life now? Yes, your best life now. But I still pray to Jesus Christ, but I'm not all super hardcore as I used to be. But at the same time, that dude, that dude I mean, it is about prosperity and, and coming up. But you can't doubt his... He's got some good motivational skills, some self-help type shit. Because I used to watch, uh, you know, again, if I miss church, in the rare occasion that I would miss church, I would just watch. Uh, the programming and I have the book point being is this you know read it or not but you know he came up <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, for one for two just take what you can get take what you can out of it yeah yeah, yeah for sure you know what I mean not everything's gonna be for you or it might not yeah. be for you at all but uh and the thing with the whole though. Christian thing the religion thing I mean yeah there's obviously uh just like a lot of religion there's a lot of negative aspects and corrupt that no, for sure. but at the same time now, when you go to the grand scale, as far as, like, the Vatican, blah, 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 that's when it gets crazy. But if you keep it, it's just like politics. you got the federal level, which is super corrupt. But if you keep it local, your vote does make a difference, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, same thing. Locally, I've seen religion, whatever religion you want to pick, change people's lives. I've seen addicts not be addicts anymore in recovery, uh, you know, adulterers, thieves. You know, change their lives. Oh, for sure. They cling on to some a god, whatever god that is. You know. Yeah. They change their lives, so you can't tell me it's all psychological. Maybe I don't know, but there's there's something to it. Yeah, yeah. So there's, before there's, you get on your soapbox, you know. Yeah, exactly. I said, I mean, um, it might not be for you, but it might. So I mean, you give it a shot. Shit, if it is, then more power too. You know, exactly like if you're saying if you're an addict or. Fucking who knows a murderer shit. Yeah. <laughs> but when people yeah. just fucking just I mean, get on Facebook and just talk shit blindly and all stupid like that, it's super annoying to me. I'm like, shut yeah. the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What else we got? Well, we didn't really touch on how I met Anson. Let's see. You're gonna tell the story, Dean. Um. Well, how do we meet? Um. I used to ser- I used to be a server at Chinese Kitchen, and um. <laughs> Luke used to go there a lot, mm-hmm. um, as you recall. He like was, that He was the curry. He, he liked the curry shrimp. That was his. That was his favorite. Um, so I remember he used to go in. He used to post up little flyers for the guys' shows and things like that. Uh, at the time, I was staying with my mom, who lived actually right across from Nick Lascano, mm-hmm. uh, your DJ back in the day. Uh oh. Um, Shout out to Nick Lascano. Yep, yeah, Nick Nice. I don't know who that is. Yep. Um, so there was a fire uh, at some house on my mom's street one day. So everyone was in the street, obviously, you know, looking at it because that's all we do in cruises is look at shit. Um, that's happening. Uh, so he was out there, and that's when I found out he was there. I reconnected with him. I actually went to high school with uh, Nick, and I've known him. I've known him for several years. Yeah, um, him and his brother and things like that uh, for a really long time. So we had kind of lost touch, whatever. Once he graduated, reconnected there, and then he brought up one time that he was gonna. He invited me to a show, oh, yeah. and this is like maybe one of the first hip hop shows I'd ever really been to, and it was for Faceless, 
And I said, oh, you know, I know, I know these guys, you know, this, this guy Luke comes into my restaurant all the time and I've seen this flyer. He's like, yeah, well, I'm their DJ. So it was really weird how that happened. Chris is very small, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Definitely <laughs> shout out to Nick. Uh, he was a really dope DJ. Does he still live here? Uh, no, he no, lives in, God, where does he does live? Does he have a Facebook? In? Somewhere, somewhere in Texas. It's not like Denton. It's somewhere out there, though. Houston, it's some kind no. of weird. No, it's a, <laughs> it's some little littler uh, city, but he's still out there, him yeah. and Jen. I know, I can't remember right now. Um, Odessa? Is that where it is? Midland? Midland, maybe. Something like that. Texas is huge. Yeah, so it's it's something like that. But yeah, he still DJs for a radio station out there, for Kiss FM. Yeah. One of our many, many DJs. Shout out to all our DJs. (laughs) All the faceless DJs. The 12 DJs. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's how I kind of like started, um, was just going to the shows and stuff like that. So um, I went to when you guys had the, what was it, Feel Good? The, the first one? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if it was the first one. It was like it was the one that we had that you guys had at that little store. Um, oh, okay. Off. No, that was the second one. Yeah, that was the second one. Um, I missed the first one. They're at the Equinox. Uh huh. I believe. Yeah, yes. Two Max. Yep. Two Max was the headline. Nice. First time I saw Two Max. Two Max Cruises. Yeah, that was the first time I seen. Early two thousands or what? Two thousand nine. Late. It had been like two thousand ten. Ten maybe. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, so that, so that uh, that's that's kind of where it started. So I just really started going to shows with Nick. Uh, went to a lot of their shows. Uh, I was with the DJ, you know. Oh, so I was all I cool, bet. and uh, yeah, that's how it started. And I just kind of became friends with these dudes. I just hung around, and yeah. they never kicked me out. So. I just remember, yeah, being, being around they at shows, and yeah, you know, got introduced. Been there ever since, basically. Yeah, uh, love love these guys. They're probably some of the most talented uh, artists I know. Um, multiple, multi talented. Yes. Um, so consider myself their friend for sure. I've known them for many years, and they just uh, kind of stuck with me. I uh, really just appreciate their lyricism and their performance. What else? What else? The way they perform is in, in, insane. If you haven't been to one of their shows, you're definitely missing out. Uh, Jer- uh, Jeremy is quite the character. Um, lo- love yeah, watching cool, him. Man. Yeah, uh, Danny too. Kill things. He's great on stage. It's like he transforms. He, he transforms, <laughs> I would say, uh, into someone else when he gets the mic in his hand. Um, I think we all do. Yeah, sure. yeah that's, how, that's, that's yeah. the beauty of performing. Uh, I, I think we all have our own u- unique style, yeah. and I think that's why uh, we kind of meshed good. You know, um, nobody's really doing shit like that, um, and we're just so different. That's what people. Are like, oh man, you look so different. Blah blah blah. Each one of you <laughs> have your own, uh, you know, way of rhyming, your own scheme. Blah blah yeah. blah. And so yeah, well, we just do what the fuck we do. You know, and that's us. So. But you guys are fans of that. Uh, fast rap shit. Well, yeah, this is awesome. definitely. I like Which it. Which is awesome. Um, I like it. What's uh, that Luis line? Luis is obviously the king of that shit, but... Um, mm-hmm. What's that line in one of your guys' songs? Something about comparing you guys to Wu-Tang, but you're more like the shapeshifters? Uh, that's a War Two line. Yeah. Um, shapeshifters. You brought the whole like damn the shapeshifters. shapeshifters once out there, yeah. too. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, with, uh... Pretty much, yeah, all of them, yeah. Well, when did you start bringing people down? Like, doing shows and shit? Uh, National Acts, it kind of fell into our lap. We didn't even try to do this shit. Uh, That's how it always starts. That's how it always, yeah. But we were promoting our crew. Our crew is so huge. We're like, you know, listen to El Paso, like the all-star crew. Uh, But we, basically how it started, I'll give you the short version just because I've told the story a few times, but me and my partner, Tito, and there was a couple other guys involved that, you know, kind of stopped being involved at some point, but the long-term shit, me and Tito, Mm -hmm. we were MCs also. Okay, you know, yeah, I want to be MCs. Tito's better <laughs> than me, but you know, me, I just, I like 
yeah, obviously you want to be a rapper, but me, I've always just pushed myself to do something out of my comfort zone. Because mm -hmm. I was always shy, socially awkward, but I like I hip-hop, I love hip-hop, and I would write. So I would just, I just kind of more started doing it to, to challenge myself. Because mm -hmm. like, holy shit, I'm not meant to be on stage, so I'm going to do it, just right. to push myself. So we were MCs, so nobody was booking us, because it wasn't like that back then. It was just, you know, people were afraid of hip-hop. So what year was that? So we're talking 98, 99, okay. you know what I'm saying? Even before that, maybe not, like 98, 99. And so... I mean, you are 41. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> Let us not so this forget. Is our, this, is, so this is our old. early 20s. No, he is. Oh, so this is our early 20s. Uh, so we, were, we got tired of waiting for people to book us. Uh -huh. So we just started booking ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're hitting up uh bars and clubs hey and the crew started getting bigger and bigger and it was the elite of the city okay uh because we're like the first that had you know home studios and stuff like that uh so we're trying to book ourselves and our crew mm -hmm. so in doing that the word got out i guess outside of el paso like hey i guess these guys are the guys i die productions yeah that's our crew i die productions and yeah one of the first shows would be like probably speaking of shapeshifters fucking AWOL one yeah solo shit Dope. hey we heard his booking guy hey we heard you guys are the guys down there blah 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 it's like well yeah sure yeah <laughs> you know we just went along with it so after just promoting various local shows mm -hmm. the word just got out that we're the dudes and it just kind of fell in our lap and me I, so we just kind of me and tito stops we stopped rapping because we just our homies are just 10 times better than us all right so we're just kind of pushing them out you know what i mean and we just kept going Dope. man Hell so yeah, man. Local shows from 99 up until early 2000s and that e well, one show, it was a Josh Martinez show that was supposed to happen, but he didn't show up. Uh, uh, so, yeah, man, you know, early 2000s. Dope, dope, yeah. That's uh, kind of like how we did it, too, man. Just, like, started doing local shows and so getting bigger acts. Yeah. And then basically, they started hitting us up. You know, and then it just, blah, blah, blah. yeah, you just, the word gets and out. Basically, it turned into promoters, which fucking kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're For you guys, because you're still artists. Mm -hmm. exactly. For you guys, it sucks, yeah. We're like, I, I don't know. Promoter, but you, you know, kind of like, want to keep your city I mean, going was, no, too. No, it was cool. I said, yeah, it was cool. Because I'm like, you're trying to be, it's like a weight on your shoulders, good, man, because you know, nobody else is doing it. No, for sure. It yeah. felt good to bring good artists. Like, um, want them, we want them in your city. Yeah, to Las Cruces. To build the, there for, for while, the scene. Las Cruces was fucking popping, dude. Mm -hmm. I remember like, shit, people would come out every show and represent and, I mean... I mean, you're team, doing things it. change, you know. So yeah, I mean. things go ebb and flow. You know, so, but did you do it for the scene? That's what we're doing it for, mostly for the scene. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, we want to make a little money, but oh, we're doing sure. it for we the scene. <laughs> yeah, we the, we got lucky if we broke even. There's yeah. a couple mm -hmm. shows we made some good money, but mm -hmm. for the most part, we broke even and lost some mm -hmm. certain shows. But uh, yeah, you know, it just kind of fell in our lap, and we're just gonna, trying to put people on. You know, yeah, trying to put sure. our artists on. So it just kind of fell in our lap. But uh, so yeah, that's that's that story. Nope. So we're gonna we're gonna conclude with this. We need get ready, get ready, Anson. We need we need those acapellas. We need those acapellas. Do you need some time to gather yourself? Because we could talk about other things while you get ready. No, no, no. How much time you need? He's gotta take a pee break. All right, all right. We're taking a pee break. I'm gonna pause this shit. And we're back. Took a little pee break. Back in the sack. We got. We're gonna cap this off with some ill acapellas. I don't know about it. We going, we're going, yeah, you know, it's some average, <laughs> mediocre acapellas, <laughs> archer acapella. Some eye stuff. Some eye shit. What are we doing? Uh, old album, new album. Uh, do some unheard shit. 
Nice. No album. Are you going to give us all the shit? No, this first one um, actually wrote on tour. Uh, we were in Dallas, I believe. And we were supposed to record the song. Just never did. One of those times. <laughs> so I got this dope verse up. Spit it to y'all. Probably never hear it again. It goes like this. <clears throat> Drifting from the center of the earth, I came to rock and heavy, standing next to open flames, or writing verses, cops ain't ready, yet a steady flow of lyricism coming at you, baby. Open eyes and pay attention, did I mention that I'm crazy? Would you save me if my soul was actually in need of saving? Throwing molotovs into the tops of charts, my heart is pacing. Racing back and forth, I light the torture, force you all to face me, put some acid in your diet, come and try it while you waiting. Taking us for granted is a habit that they poorly manage, I'm a maniac with no contractive factors, getting savage, panic buttons getting pushed, barrels pointing out the bush. Getting lava smoking kush Every dive we make a push Truth is that I never had another planet exit path We made our own directions from progressions founded in the past No overcast, the sun is strong Verbal surgeon all night long Just arrived into your town And now I'm laying down this song It was just a 16 yeah. That's how it goes uh, Let's see what else we got What else we got um, I'll do one off the album I guess Nice, nice Oh uh, shit, how does it go? I'm with and Philip, and we ordered up a masterpiece. Peace to all the people staying strong through our catastrophes. A masterpiece. Motherfucking coming through. I am the beast. I lost fucking what I was gonna say, but now I'm back in this. And I'm drinking yeast. That's how it goes. Freestyle, I suppose. Take a drink. And then let the word come out my mouth like, yo, yo, mic check, one, two, one, two. Michael Chet, you in the house? Yeah, me too. Big up to D. Jesus, you know we sweet like that. Coming on through, dude. I need a Kit Kat. What up to fucking this dog? I already forgot his name, but he ain't got no teeth, so I'll call him Gums. What up, man? You chilling? Yeah, me too. This has been a real journey, a real treat. Yo, peep me if you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of that. She was whack. <laughs> we got the first one, don't worry. I went, I went blank. <laughs> his name is Fudge, by the way. Oh, Fudge, there we go. These next. I forgot it. Let's get that written. Can't believe I forgot that one. It's fucking brain fart. It's the yeast. It was the yeast. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, at least you got one. You can use that first. Got one. (laughs) Tell the people where they can find you, man. Social media. Uh, Yeah, um, once again, my name is Alphabet11, uh, part of the Faceless. Some Weird Kids crew, what up? You can find me on SoundCloud, Alphabet 11, um, Bandcamp, Alphabet, A-L-P-H-A-B-E-T, 1-1. Any of your favorite social media sites, check out Faceless 2. Got a new album coming out, hopefully soon. Uh, Everything's written, recorded. Uh, My new album drops September 8th. You can find that on Bandcamp. I'll have physical copies also. Uh, Hit me up, Alphabet 11. It's been been nice. Thank you for coming out, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. D, any final words? Uh, final words? No, not really. I'm really looking forward to your album. As always, oh, yeah. uh, always uh, a surprise. Always good to listen to. Really looking forward to Faceless album as well. I think yep, it's just yep. the best mix of people. So, Ten years that. in the making? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When's the last time you guys released it's anything? It's about damn time. Uh, we don't even do shows anymore. That's true. You guys, came, you guys came out to a couple of mine that I had. Well, big thank you to all the listeners, all the people that share my post as well. All three of you and listeners. all yes. the people that are listeners and buy t-shirts as well. Ah, yes. 
You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher for the most part. And honestly, all popular podcast apps, but those are my favorites. And those are the popular ones. And besides that, this is Sweet Jesus Radio. Thank you for playing. Bye. Peace. Sweet Jesus Radio.